This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, lawmakers are looking for answers regarding the recent solar wind cyber attack. Amazon is pushing forward a new argument regarding the Pentagon's Jedi Cloud contract. And even though the CARES Act created a special IG to investigate COVID relief fraud, it didn't leave that investigator with much of a staff. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A bipartisan group of six senators want the FBI and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency to submit a report to Congress about the impact of the solar wind cyber attack on agencies. The lawmakers want answers to six questions, including how many agencies were impacted, how the FBI and CISA worked together to address the attack, and if agencies failed to implement FISMA or other cyber laws. The senators also want an additional briefing on the topics. In the wake of the SolarWinds supply chain cyber attack, a new report finds agencies are struggling to implement basic security protections. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. A majority of the 23 civilian CFO Act agencies failed to implement seven of the most foundational practices to protect their technology supply chains. The lack of these basic oversight practices is putting them at greater risk of cyber breach similar to the one that SolarWinds faced that came to light earlier this week. The Government Accountability Office says in a new report that agencies are limited in their ability to make risk decisions and lack the ability to understand and manage the risks to their supply chains. GAO made 145 mostly classified recommendations. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Pentagon has a lot of work to do on cybersecurity, according to its inspector general. A new summary from the IG finds various oversight organizations have made 459 cybersecurity recommendations the DOD still has not addressed. Some of them date back almost a decade. The IG acknowledges some of those recommendations might not be relevant anymore, but if that's the case, it's up to DOD to say so, so the recommendations can be closed. DOD takes a big step forward on its plans to improve its contractor cybersecurity. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. The Pentagon announced the long-awaited list of contracts that will serve as the pilot programs for its new Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification Program. They include three upcoming procurements in the Navy, three in the Air Force, and one in the Missile Defense Agency. Under that Pathfinder approach, every contractor and subcontractor working on those programs will need a third-party certification that their IT systems are up to par. By 2025, that will be the case for all defense contracts. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Amazon opens a new salvo in its protest against the Defense Department's award to Microsoft for the Jedi cloud computing deal. Federal News Network's Tom Temin reports. Amazon made public its latest complaint, amended after the U.S. Court of Federal Claims found flaws in the original bid evaluations conducted by DOD. Among Amazon's claims in the 175-page amended protest is this. After the government adjusted a single evaluation factor... Amazon says it is now priced tens of millions of dollars less than Microsoft. Amazon is pressing the government to address many more purported flaws in that initial award. I'm Tom Temin. The Defense Department announces its basic allowance for housing supplements to military families for 2021. On average, service members will receive a 2.9% increase. However, the allowance varies greatly by locality. Basic housing allowances add to military families' income by paying for part of their rent or mortgage. The Defense Department estimates it will pay $23 billion to about 1 million service members next year. 
The Space Force has had a big year. Now it's breaking into new territory. Federal News Network Scott Massioni explains. The nation's newest military branch will now also be the newest member of the intelligence community. Space Force Chief Space Officer General Jay Raymond says the service will be the 18th government organization to collect national security data. The Space Force recently swore in its first seven enlisted service members. It also plans to set up its Space Systems Command by early next year. That command will be in charge of buying and researching space assets and software. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. House Oversight and Reform Committee Chairwoman Carolyn Maloney is out with a new bill designed to shed more light on midnight regulations. Co-sponsor and Government Operations Subcommittee Chairman Jerry Connolly promised the legislation at a hearing last week. The bill requires the Government Accountability Office to publish a list of regulations that were put forth during the end of a presidential administration. It also calls on GAO to evaluate the size and scope of the midnight regulations. Nearly 70 different organizations, federal employee groups, and unions are again calling on Congress to block the president's Schedule F executive order. The three largest federal employee unions join the Senior Executives Association, Partnership for Public Service, and National Active and Retired Federal Employees Association to include language blocking the order in the next spending package. They say failing to block the EO puts the government's pandemic response and transition efforts in grave danger, and they worry moving even a small number of career federal employees or political appointees to the new schedule could create a mess for President-elect Biden during his first days in office. House Democrats say they're still looking for more information on how the Office of Management and Budget is handling another one of the president's recent executive orders. Members say OMB has not provided them with details on how it's implementing the president's order banning some diversity and inclusion training programs. OMB has said the executive order was meant to cancel only training that promoted divisive concepts. House Democrats cited a long list of federal agencies and grant-receiving universities that have since canceled diversity and inclusion training because of the EO. They're demanding more details and a briefing from OMB by next week. Federal agencies are starting to detail their COVID-19 vaccine distribution plans for employees. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco on that. The Department of Veterans Affairs identified nearly 248,000 health care providers who were in line to receive the COVID-19 vaccine, plus 41,000 other essential workers. The State Department tells employees, frontline medical workers, personnel supporting its 24-7 watch centers, and critical operations and custodial staff are approved to receive the vaccine first. State Department employees in certain locations overseas are also in line for some of the first doses. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The CARES Act created a special inspector general for pandemic recovery, but that watchdog office remains short-staffed. Senator Chuck Grassley is calling on lawmakers to include language in the next pandemic spending bill that would give the special IG expedited hiring authority. Grassley introduced a bill in May to give the IG office that authority for six months and would allow the watchdog office to accept volunteers and detainees from other agencies. Grassley says the bill would help the watchdog flag fraudulent spending. We need a fully staffed and fully functional IG in place to meet those bad actors head on. And a board of inspectors general for pandemic oversight gets its first permanent chair since President Trump's watchdog shakeup. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Council of the Inspectors General on Integrity and Efficiency names National Science Foundation IG Allison Lerner as its next chairwoman. Lerner will take over the role from Justice IG Michael Horowitz. She'll also appoint Horowitz as the next permanent chair of the Pandemic Response Accountability Committee. He's served as acting chair of that committee since April. That's when President Donald Trump eliminated the committee's first pick, former acting defense IG Glenn Fine, from consideration. Jory Heckman, 
Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.